what if um, I would say I've got a gift for you? And the gift is myself. There's not much of a stir there. It's, it seems as though people would be slightly unimpressed. Maybe I'll try it again. I don't know, let's imagine it's Christmas Day morning. I ring the bell. Ding dong. You open the door and I say, I'm here. I've come bearing a gift. You say, oh, wow, where is it? I remember you. You're the envelope man. I know where this is going. Where's the envelope? Where's the envelope? And then suddenly I say, here I am. I am the gift. Probably it would be similar as it is now again, that there would be just this awkward silence as you'd think, can I now get on with the rest of my life and please go away and never come back to my door? But you see... At the very heart of the Christmas story, the nativity story, is the proclamation that there is a gift available to everyone that isn't something, but someone. And what you discover is actually, rather than that causing an awkward silence, that when you realize who the someone is, you realize that it transforms everything about what the gift is that's on offer. You see, the someone who is the gift at the very center of the Christmas story is Jesus. And when you fully understand who he is, you realize what the gift is of him to each and every one of us. See, we started this evening off with that amazing piece of music that then worked itself well into that piece of the Bible from Isaiah being read out by Bill. And in it, what was being proclaimed there was who Jesus is. I'm saying before he even came to the earth, saying this is who he is. And therefore when you understand who is at the center of this gift that's on offer, you get to look at that part of the Bible and remember this is who's on offer as the gift. And what we're told is that Jesus is one who is a wonderful counselor. In other words, he's one who can bring ultimate comfort. We're told that he's one who is an everlasting father. In other words, he's one who is unconditionally seeking to love us and seeking to work for our best as a father truly should, a good and perfect father. He says, but he isn't just that. He's also one who's mighty. In other words, he's one who can bring freedom. Freedom to anything that can capture us. Freedom from the things that we've done that we wish we'd never done. Freedom from the things that have been done to us. But the bit of the Bible there also says that he's not only that, he's also one who's the prince of peace. One who literally embodies peace and is able to offer everyone peace. But not just a peace that means a sense of tranquility, but rather a peace that means complete wholeness within ourselves and with everyone else, and ultimately with God. See, when we find at the heart of the Christmas story that there's something that's been offered which is a gift, and that it isn't just something, it's someone, what's been revealed is actually there's a gift of comfort through Jesus. There's a gift of peace, wholeness through Jesus. There's a gift of unconditional love and acceptance through Jesus. There's a gift of freedom through Jesus. And at that point, you can think, well, well what's the snag then? What, what's the cost? And the reality is that this is a gift that is free to everyone and anyone who will receive it. 
Because actually, if you play out the story from the moment that Jesus comes to the earth as the promise of this passage in Isaiah said of who he is, and it plays out then through his life of him being that, embodying it, was in order that he would then be able to offer us himself in his fully way, in the most fully way, by actually dying on a cross, in order that the cost would be paid, that through him, everyone could then receive the gift of who he is. Because the amazing story is, is that Jesus didn't just die on a cross, he then rose again. And in him rising again, he then is able to then continuously offer this gift, a gift that is available to everyone. A gift that does what all gifts do, but in an ultimate way. A gift that causes everyone who receives it to actually be impacted in the most profound way, to cause us to understand that we are ultimately loved and valued. That we are ultimately not alone. That we're ultimately those who can know true joy and hope. And that ultimately we have one who's after caring for us. Which brings us back to the envelope. See, here's the deal. If I was now to tell you that once I got my envelope and we'd had our party in the evening in my children's bedroom, we then got all the cash back in and we put it back in the envelope and then we sealed it and we put it on a shelf to remind us continuously about how amazing the gift of the envelope was. Probably at that point you think you are the craziest person I've ever seen because what on earth did you do kind of seeking to leave an envelope on the shelf that was full of cash. Surely you then went and spent it. I can tell you we did go and spend it and we went and bought a car. But the point's this, is it's not ultimately about my envelope. See, my envelope becomes a reminder about what this evening's all about. So the deal is that there's this gift that we get to open and see, which is not something but someone in Jesus. And the question is, Are we going to just simply seal it back up and say, oh, that was nice? Or are we going to seek to open it and explore it? For some of us here, we know that we've done that. We know that we've actually received that gift of Jesus. And for us, my encouragement this Christmas season is let's not forget how amazing a gift it is. Let's take time as we give and receive gifts to remember the ultimate gift that we've got through Jesus. Let's spend time to revel in all that it means to us, how it's impacted our lives completely. Let's take time to share this amazing gift with others. But for some of us here, we know that we not received this gift. We've come this evening and think, well, I know these guys are all right, and I know they're all right who's brought me, and I'm okay with that. And for us, it isn't that I'm then saying, open the envelope or else. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, why not this Christmas spend some time exploring What I'm presenting is at the very heart of it, the gift that's behind all the other gifts, the gift not of something, but of someone. Because surely if Jesus is everything that I'm saying he is, it's worth exploring. Because surely it could impact our lives in the most profound way. I guess what I'm asking for each of us is let's not just leave the envelope on the shelf. Let's spend some time this Christmas exploring and understanding this unique gift that we have in the one who is Jesus. So that's me done for this evening. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas.